Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Welcome to Top 5 from The Ray Taylor Show, where each week I rank movies in a variety of categories from franchise and subgenre to directors and actors. No film is left unwatched as I break down my top five picks. So join me every Sunday for new episodes and get ready to dive into the world of film with Top 5 from The Ray Taylor Show. Today I'm diving deep into a swamp of fairy tales, ogres, and layers like an onion. That's right, I'm pulling my boots out of the mud to rank the top five movies from the iconic Shrek franchise. So whether you're a believer or just a fan of waffles in the morning, let's embark on this far, far away journey and make a deal with Rumpelstiltskin. Dance with the Pied Piper or even risk angering the fairy godmother. All to determine which Shrek movies truly deserve to wear the crown, or maybe, in this case, the cat-sized boots. But before I trot into the kingdom of Dullock, remember, magic mirrors might tell you you're the fairest of them all, but it's my job today to decide which Shrek film truly shines the brightest. Let's not keep Donkey waiting any longer. He's got another dragon love story to chase. Let's dive right into my top five Shrek-tacular picks. Starting off with number five, my fifth favorite. There are six films in the Shrek world franchise. So that's the Shrek movies and the Puss in Boots movies. And starting off with number five, I would say is a classic. But I think because of its popularity, it got very worn out kind of quick uh but it is still a solid movie a great movie and uh the one that started it all that's why coming in number five is shrek from 2001 this is directed by andrew adamson and vicky jensen produced as uh, i think all of these are by dreamworks animation uh, the plot of the Shrek movie, for those that aren't aware, Shrek is a modern fairy tale that subverts many classic tropes. The story revolves around Shrek, a grumpy and solitary ogre who loves the peace and solitude of his swamp. However, his quiet life is disrupted when the villainous Lord Farquaad banishes numerous fairy tale creatures to Shrek's swamp. Desperate to reclaim his territory, Shrek... Shrek strikes a deal with Farquaad. Shrek will rescue Princess Fiona, for whom Farquaad wants to marry, in exchange for the deed to his swamp. Shrek embarks on this quest as an overly with an overly talkative donkey who quietly or quickly becomes his friend. When they find Fiona, they discover a secret about her that only takes effect after sunset. As they journey back to Farquaad's kingdom, a bond forms between Shrek and Fiona, leading to complications, heartwarming moments, and comedic events. The themes of this movie, the film challenges the conventional idea of fairy tales, uh, by often poking fun at traditional stories and characters. The central message of the movie revolves around the theme of acceptance and the idea that true beauty comes from within. Friendship and love are central to this plot, showing that unexpected relationships can form when we least expect them. 
some great voice acting in all of these movies. This one, obviously, Mike Myers as Shrek, Eddie Murphy as Donkey, Cameron Diaz as Fiona, John Lithgow as Lord Farquaad. This movie uh, was both a critical and com commercial success. It was notable for its use in the contemporary of contemporary music and popular cultural references, making it uh, appealing to both kids and adults. The film won first the first ever Academy Award for Best Animated Feature and led the uh, and led to several sequels and spin-offs. Obviously, that is why I'm doing a top five. Uh, turning it into a major franchise. The character of Shrek became a cultural icon symbolizing anti an, an anti symbolizing an anti-hero who challenges the status quo. Excuse me. Animation doesn't hold up, I would say, as well. So many songs so played out, specifically, obviously, the superstar song. Smash Mouth, this movie not only made Smash Mouth uber popular. I liked this. I liked Smash Mouth uh, when, you know, very popular in the late 90s. And then they had this song, uh, Superstar. I think it's Superstar uh, in this movie. And it absolutely blew up. And they became somebody uh, that just, it was like instantly played out, that song. It just, it's so sad. It's so, it, and they had a couple songs on the soundtrack. I think they had a remake of a monkey song as well. Uh, I mean, it's still a classic. Tons of great moments and very quotable. So many quotes from this movie. But it's definitely a movie where it, it, it shines in all of the references to the fairy tales rather than providing an interesting story. The animation is kind of basic. Uh, the animation definitely gets better over the years. And uh, I don't know. Out of the movies, I still like Shrek. It's not the worst of the franchise. There's one movie that didn't make the list, uh, which I will talk about at the very end. But coming in at number five is the very first Shrek. Moving on to my fourth favorite movie in the Shrek universe. Uh, this was a movie that has a lot of similarities to the first film. Uh, but, uh, you know, still, I think it was uh, definitely a step up from the first film. That's why it's here at number four. Uh, but was unable to really do some of the interesting stuff that we see in some of the other films. Uh, but coming in at number four is Shrek 2 from 2004. This one's directed by Andrew Adamson, Kelly Asburn, and Conrad Vernon. Uh, this one, Shrek 2, picks up shortly after the first film with Shrek and Princess Fiona returning from their honeymoon. They are invited to the kingdom of far, far away from Fiona's parents, uh, King Harold and Queen Lillian, who want to celebrate their daughter's marriage. However, there's a catch. Fiona's parents are unaware that both she and Shrek are now ogres. When they arrive in far, far away, Fiona's parents are shocked to hear and see Shrek's appearance. While Queen Lillian tries to be understanding, King Harold is upset, having hoped Fiona would marry Prince Charming. As it turns out, King Harold had a deal with the fairy god godmother, who's, who is Prince Charming's mother, and Fiona would marry her son. And that is the deal he wanted to happen, so he is not happy. Shrek, feeling out of place and believing he's ruined Fiona's life, decides to seek out a happily ever after potion to take 
to make himself handsome and worthy of Fiona. The potion causes both Shrek and Fiona to transform into human versions of themselves while Donkey becomes a white stallion. While Shrek is uh, away, the fairy godmother and Prince Charming conspire to take Fiona's, uh, to make Fiona fall in love with Charming. When Shrek returns, he finds himself in a challenging situation as he tries to convince Fiona who he truly is and reclaim their love story. The film further explores the theme of true beauty and self-worth, emphasizing that it's our inner qualities, not our external appearances, that define us, which is very similar to the first film. But instead of it being Fiona and, and Shrek, it is Fiona's parents uh, that are the ones that have the issue. The concept of happily ever after is played with, uh, is played with, and uh, wait, it addresses the challenges and misunderstandings that can arise in family dynamics, uh, especially with in-laws. The concept of happily ever after is played with, showing that it can be different for everyone and doesn't always align with society's expectations. Notable voice actors, obviously, Mike Myers returning as Shrek, Eddie Murphy as Donkey, Cameron Diaz, Fiona, Antonio Banderas is introduced, Puss in Boots character is introduced, uh, which is one of the greatest carriers, characters, obviously, uh, getting its own his own spinoff. Uh, Julie Andrews plays Queen Lillian, John Cleese plays King Harold, Rupert Everett playing Prince Charming, and Jennifer Sanders as Fairy Godmother. Uh, Shrek 2 was a massive box office success, surpassing its predecessor and becoming the highest grossing film of 2004 worldwide. Critically, it was also well received with particular praise for its humor, voice acting, especially the introduction of Antonio Banderas as Puss in Boots, and, of course, the soundtrack. The film also earned nominations for the, from the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature and Best Original Song. The success of Shrek 2 solidified Shrek as a series, as a key franchise for the DreamWorks animation. Similar in ways to the first film, but more compelling story, uh, the introduction of one of the best characters in the franchise, Puss in Boots, are many of the reasons why. Coming in at number four, for me, is Shrek 2. Let's take a quick break from this episode to talk about Attention, attention all, all Ray, Ray Taylor, Taylor Show, Show fans. fans! We're excited to announce we've just released a line of exclusive merchandise featuring original artwork inspired by the show. Our high-quality shirts and biodegradable phone cases are a perfect way to show your support for the show and make a great gift for any fan. Plus, with each purchase, you'll be helping us continue to bring you great content. So don't wait. Head on over to InspireDisorder.com now and check out the full collection. Thanks for listening, and we hope you'll show your support by grabbing some Ray Taylor Show merchandise today. And now, let's get back to the show. Moving on to my third favorite film in the Shrek series. This is my first time watching this film in preparation for the show and it was a great watch uh, and this movie also a spin-off part of the spin-off uh, so not including Shrek and Fiona necessarily that movie coming in at number three is Puss in Boots this movie came out in 2011 directed by Chris Miller Puss in Boots serves as both a spin-off and a prequel to the Shrek series focusing on the character of Puss in Boots whose origins 
and earlier adventures are explored in this film. Long before meeting Shrek, Puss in Boots is a want a wanted fugitive who's seeking his clear seeking to clear his name after being wrongfully accused of committing a crime in his hometown of San Ricardo. While he's on the run, he learns of the existence of the legendary magic beans, which can lead to uh, lead one to a giant's castle holding the fabled goose that lays the golden eggs. Seeing this as an opportunity to both redeem himself and become rich, team or Bus, Puss teams up with Kitty Softpaws, uh, played by Salma Hayek, uh, a stealthy cat burglar, and his childhood friend turned adversary Humpty Dumpty. Together they set off on a quest to steal the magic beans from the notorious criminals Jack and Jill. However, as, they, as the journey progresses, it becomes evident that there's more at stake than just fortune. And old wounds and betrayals become the forefront. Challenging the trio's partnership and their mission uh, in, the, in this movie. Mo themes of this movie, themes of redemption and second chances playing a significant role in the narrative. The film delves into the concept of friendship, betrayal, and making amends for past mistakes. The classic fairy tales of Puss in Boots, Jack and the Beanstalk, and Humpty Dumpty are cleverly intertwined and remained in the story and reimagined, I should say, in the story. Uh, Antonio Banderas as Puss in Boots, Salma Hayek as Kitty Softpaws, Zach Galifianakis playing Humpty Dumpty, uh, Billy Bob Thornton as Jack, Amy Sedaris as Jill, which both were great characters. Uh, this movie, Puss in Boots, was both a critical and commercial success. Critics praised the, its animation quality, which definitely far improved from where the Shrek series started. Uh, character development that was praised, humor, and the voice performances, especially Antonio Banderas' portrayal of the titular character. The film earned an Academy Award nomination for Best Animated Feature, a great story in the world, right? So it's not just necessarily using references to fairy tales as a way to draw people in it's actually a great story that happens to be in this world with interesting references the jack and jill characters are amazing uh also absolutely loved puss in boots in this movie as a character in general and having Antonio Banderas and Salma Hayek reunite the Desperado reuniting uh, was great. While also their characters having similar vibes to the uh, Desperado movie. I loved all of that stuff. Had a lot of fun watching it. That is why coming in number three is Puss in Boots. Moving on to my second favorite movie in the Shrek universe. Uh, this one was a lot of fun. This one does a lot of interesting and new things uh, that made me love these characters, showed all of the characters that you've come to love in a new way, in an interesting way. And that's why it's coming in at number two. Number two is Shrek Forever After. This came out in 2010, also known as Shrek The Final Chapter, directed by Mike Mitchell. Uh, Shrek Forever After is the fourth and final installment in the main Shrek film series. The story begins with Shrek, now a domesticated family ogre, living happily with his wife Fiona and their three children. However, he misses his days 
when he was a quote-unquote real ogre and felt uh, feared by villagers. Feeling overwhelmed by his responsibilities and nostalgia for the prior life, Shrek experiences a bit of a midlife crisis. See, seeing an opportunity, uh, the cunning, cunning Rumpelstiltskin tricks Shrek into signing a magical contract that promises to give Shrek a day as a real ogre again. But there's a catch. Shrek must give up a day from his past. Unknown to Shrek, Rumpelstiltskin takes away the day Shrek was born, creating an alternate timeline where Shrek never existed. Reminiscent of movies like Back to the Future 2, uh, A Christmas Carol, It's a Wonderful Life, where it shows you a, a, a future as if you were dead or if you never existed. Uh, alternate history, alternate timeline. Uh, in this alternate far, far away, Rumpelstiltskin is the tyrannical ruler. Fiona is a hardened warrior leading an org rebellion, having never met or been rescued by Shrek. She had to rescue herself. Donkey doesn't recognize Shrek and is enslaved by witches, while Puss in Boots is a retired and overweight cat now. Uh, Shrek, realizing the gravity of his mistake, seeks to win back Fiona's heart and break the contract by getting a true love's kiss before the day ends. If he fails, the new reality will remain and he will cease to exist. The film explores themes of identity, the importance of appreciating what you have, and understanding that the quote-unquote good old days might not have been as good as one remembers. It also touches on the power of love and the sacrifices one is willing to make for their loved ones. Uh, as with the other films in the series, Shrek Forever After features various fairy tales and popular cultural references and parodies. Uh, voices, Mike Myers, Eddie Murphy, Cameron Diaz, Antonio Banderas, uh, with the addition of Walt Dorn as Rumpelstiltskin. Shrek Forever After received generally positive reviews from critics who appreciated the emotional depth, humor, and conclusion it provided to the series. It was successful at the box office and provided a satisfying end to the Shrek saga for many fans wrapping up the storyline that began with the first Shrek film in 2001. I absolutely loved the alternate reality aspects of this movie. It allows us to see all of these different characters in a completely new way. Uh, which I loved as well. Uh, it adds some real stakes to the movie as well, uh, which other movies didn't really have the as serious of stakes. Uh, and probably the best Shrek villain, I would say, out of all of the Shrek movies. Uh, and that is why, coming in at number two, is Shrek Forever After. Let's take a quick break from this episode because I want to promote... Are you looking for a way to take your love of the Ray Taylor show to the next level? Look no further than Inspired Disorder Plus. As a member, you'll get access to a whole host of amazing perks, including the full week of shows, ad-free in both audio and video versions, a live painting archive, early access to the many faces, members-only discounts and deals, a podcast back catalog with over 
600 episodes. But that's not all. As a member, you'll get access to my personal blog as well as my creative writing. You'll also get the chance to ask me anything you want. With all of these benefits and more, Inspired Disorder Plus is a must-have for any fan of The Ray Taylor Show. So don't wait. Go sign up now. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus and start enjoying all of the amazing perks of the membership. And now, let's get back to the show. Moving on to my favorite movie in the Shrek universe. This was another movie I'd watched for the, for the first time. Actually, most of these movies, uh, aside from, I think, the first two Shrek movies, uh, I hadn't seen any of the, the uh, sequels. So another reason why I wanted to watch these movies, to rank them, is to just see how this uh franchise went and also to see this movie that i heard good things about and uh was excited to watch it was the last one i watched out of the the franchise because it is also the last movie to have come out that being my number one favorite movie in the shrek franchise is puss in boots the last wish this came out last year 2022 directed by joel crawford and uh Genwell mercado Produced by DreamWorks Animation, as they all are. Uh, Puss in Boots, The Last Witch, is a sequel to the Puss in Boots from 2011. And the sixth installment in the Shrek franchise. Uh, the movie begins with Puss in Boots hosting a party where he uh, accidentally loses eight of his nine lives. Well, he, he loses the eighth of his life uh, lives and then recounts all the other times he lost his life. Uh, he is informed that he has only one life left, but Puss refuses to retire. On a quest to regain his lost lives, he gets embroiled in an adventure involving the mystical last wish of the Wishing Star, uh, which has the power to restore his lives. He pursue, he's pursued by Goldilocks and the Three Bears crime family and, quote-unquote, Big Jack Horner, who also seeks the star. Puss's journey is filled with challenges, including confronting his past and a mysterious black-hooded wolf. The adventure leads Puss to uh, revelations about his past, including his relationship with Kitty Softpaws, uh, who is his ex-fiance. Puss's journey takes him through dark forests, confrontations with his past selves, and fatal encounters with death itself. The movie ends with Puss understanding the values of life, facing his fears, and setting off on another adventure with Kitty and Perito uh, towards the kingdom of Far, Far Away. Uh, voice acting, amazing in this. Of course, Antonio Banderas uh, as the titular character, Puss in Boots. Selma Hayek, of course, as Kitty Softpaws. You have Harvey Julien as Perito. Uh, also... Other vo notable voices, Florence Pugh, Olivia Coleman, Ray Winston, Samson Cayo, John Mullaney, Wagner, Mara, and among others are voice talents for this. Uh, the movie, the writing and development of this film aimed to maintain the adult humor inherent in the franchise while taking a darker tone which is one of the reasons, one of the many reasons I like this one the most. Uh, the themes explored uh, include Puss's fear of mortality and how to enjoy life. The storytelling took inspirations from Brothers Grimm's fairy tales and as well as spaghetti westerns. 
the animation style was very different, drew inspirations from other modern animated films, notably uh, Sony Pictures Animation's Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse from 2018. The film was given a... Um, the film was to give... Uh, this The animation style was to give the film a unique storybook, storybook-like visual aesthetic, which I... Uh, agree. De I love the the stylized nature of the animation. Definitely looks different than all the other uh, Shrek and Puss in Boots films. Uh, Puss in Boots: The Last Wish offers a fresh look at the beloved character, exploring deeper, more mature themes while retaining the humor and charm that fans uh, of the franchise have come to love. By far, my favorite of the franchise. Uh, fresh look visually, amazing action set pieces. Uh, loved the new characters that they introduced as well. I love Goldilocks and the Three Bears. Absolutely amazing. The whole Cat Lady uh, scenario and it, when Puss thinks he's retired, that was all amazing. Even the Wolf. It reminded me of the Wolf in Never Ending Story. Uh, this movie had real stakes to it. You know, Puss potentially being dead forever. An absolutely a great story. A lot of fun action. Uh, easily my number one film, Puss in Boots, The Last Wish, my favorite of the Shrek films, uh, Shrek universe. Honorable mention, Shrek 3. Uh, the, they're like the king dies and Shrek's going to find a new replacement because he's not a fan of it. And it's just more of the Prince Charming stuff, which I thought was kind of stale. The successor to the kingdom, I wasn't really didn't really care about that character either um just overall it was just kind of done with the whole prince charming uh thing it just felt like it was ran a little bit dry uh so that one shrek 3 didn't make my list at all uh, but let me recap my list and we will get out of here shall we this is my top five movies in the shrek universe starting off with number five is shrek Number four is Shrek 2. Number three is Puss in Boots. Number two is Shrek Forever After. And my number one favorite movie from the Shrek franchise is Puss in Boots, The Last Wish. Let me know how you would rank your favorite Shrek movies. Uh, I would love to hear it. Thank you all for tuning into this episode of Top 5 from The Ray Taylor Show. I do hope you enjoyed my ranking and analysis of my top five Shrek movies from the franchise and universe of Shrek. Uh, are there any films I should reconsider? Let me know. Join the conversation by leaving a comment or rating on your favorite podcast platform or over on YouTube.com slash Inspired Disorder. Don't forget to tune in next Sunday for an all-new episode. See you again next week for more Top 5. Subscribe to The Ray Taylor Show on YouTube and everywhere podcasts are found. Binge the full week ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. Purchase Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.